0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. It's great to be back behind the mic. We live in a crazy world uh, right now, and I am super stoked to bring you a very special guest uh, today, uh, I was introduced uh, to her recently on social media. Uh, since we're all practicing kind of the social distancing uh, things right now, so it was uh, great chit-chatting with her. Met her over social media on Instagram, and I'm loving what she is doing. And she's got a ton of stuff uh, that she's going to be talking with us uh, today about. So, without further ado, uh, I'm going to bring on my new friend, Andrea Vitz. Andrea, how you doing?
1: Hi there. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm
0: fantastic, and thank you for asking.
1: You
0: got it. I appreciate you coming on uh, coming on the show today. I love what you're doing.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: Um, you have your, you have a, uh, well, I found you on Instagram, where we found each other on Instagram, and your Instagram page is level-headed doc, right? Yes. I, I freaking love that. And then you go through, <laughs> you got some great content on there. And, be, and before, I'm getting excited here, I'm getting ahead of myself. Before we jump into that, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Okay, my name is Dr. Andrea Vitz, uh, a.k.a. Level-Headed Dog. Um, I am a chiropractor and an emotional sobriety educator or pioneer of an upcoming emotional sobriety movement, so to speak. Yes. Um, I also am a strength and conditioning coach, an athlete, and um, I have a wonderful family, a daughter and a husband and... That's about it. I mean, my life is very full. I have a lot. A lot of
0: <laughs> You seem so big, like a chiropractor, an athlete, a coach. I mean, a wife and a mother. Do you? Do you? Do you wish you had more time to do stuff?
1: No, I have all the time. <laughs> I do. I just. I feel like I have unlimited energy and unlimited time. Oh, man, that is. <laughs>
0: that is awesome listen i want to get in i want to dive right into this emotional sobriety because that was one of the big things i saw on on your social media pages and whatnot w- what does that mean, I mean like emotional sobriety would what, what does that mean tell people what, what what do you mean by that
1: well emotional sobriety is a really interesting topic because almost everyone i meet so well, what is that right so you're not alone there um, really, when we think of sobriety, we usually think about somebody who's not addicted to drugs or alcohol
0: okay.
1: and, um, sobriety actually has a lot of different meanings that have nothing to do with drugs or alcohol, like level being level headed and clear and, um, mindful and, uh, well respectable and all these things, um, that we really don't even consider as a part of sobriety. Okay. So emotional sobriety is essentially a training that i've developed to help people overcome their emotional addiction which makes them unclear which makes them dysfunctional which makes them not level-headed in their life so i call that emotional insobriety or emotional belligerence it's the same as being drunk on alcohol or drugs, you also can become drunk on your emotions. And I'm sure you've experienced this as a human being, and I'm sure everybody listening has experienced it, (laughs) feeling a lack of self-control when under the influence of emotion. So that is my, my duty really is to help people individually and as a community, uh, rid themselves of the things that have control over them. Because if something can control how you feel it can control you
0: now when you, the the emotional side of it, because there's different emotions, right? You have like happy, anger, sad, yeah, you know, and, and, you know, and so forth. So if, if one, if somebody's imbalanced in in one area or the other, you can, you kind of guide them to, to fix that certain area. Is that a safe assessment? Am I saying that right? Yeah.
1: I mean, that's close. Yeah. I mean, I have, um, really consolidated the negative emotions, because that's really what we're trying to rid ourselves of, right. of, of resentment, anger, guilt, embarrassment, fear and sadness. So the things that really kind of blindside us or, or take us out, um, the things that we don't feel strong enough to, re- to be um, against, you know, like we feel helpless or hopeless in and, and those situations. So Keep- I just teach people to become self-reliant and to be rigorously honest, and all the things that keep them from being the person or the, the main contributor to their own life.
0: Listen, before I, before we get too deep in this, because I, I got another big question I want to ask you here. People that are listening right now, that means you're already online. Open up another browser. Doc, where can they go and, and find your information? Where can they follow you?
1: Okay, so the best place to follow me right now would be just to go to my website at levelheadeddoc.com.
0: Okay. Um,
1: you could also go to any social media, Facebook or Instagram, same exact name, levelheadeddoc.
0: All right. So maybe, and if
1: you want yeah. information, you can just type your email in there, and we'll get back to you on that.
0: Perfect. Perfect. So now I want to. I want to go back. Can you? Can you kind of give us an example of what you would do for somebody? Like, like let's say for me, there, there's times where where I'm, I'm just overwhelmed, and, and and I don't know if I'm if I'm angry or sad or uh, feel like throat punching somebody. I, I, right. I and and the thing that that bothers me the most about it is I, then I get really upset because I don't know why I'm upset. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. So that's where the term sobriety really makes sense, right? Because what we found in modern research and neuroscience is that we are actually all chemical addicts. But when you're not doing drugs or alcohol, you're a biochemical addict. You are, a, you are absolutely addicted to the emotions okay. or the biochemistry okay. that you made since childhood. And what you're talking about is emotional intelligence, which is a very important component of emotional sobriety. It's the awareness of your emotions. Okay. So to recognize what you're feeling and why and where they come from. That's just the first part, because you could be absolutely intelligent. I mean, I've worked with a lot of belligerent people, including myself in the past, <laughs> who have been so aware of what they're feeling, um, but they have no tools to change that. And that's where I come in.
0: Now, are you seeing a, hmm, how do I say this, like an influx of, of, of people right now, given the current world situation with this coronavirus going on and people kind of getting locked into their, uh, you know, houses and, and stuff like that. Are you, st- you know, cause I, I've only been home for about four days and I'm already starting to feel claustrophobic. Uh, but, but I lived a lifestyle where I'm, I'm constantly on the road. So it, it, yes, it it's nice to be home, but at the same time I'm kind of like itching for, you know, when am I going to get back out on the road again? You know, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I I really appreciate that because I think a lot of people right now are feeling that stillness and having to be alone with themselves, even if their house is full of other people. Um, And they're basically they're being starved of their norm. They're being starved of their normal distractions, right? Or what I would call their secondary addictions. So
0: um,
1: their ability to be in a routine keeps them in some level of control right? And it keeps their emotions at bay, so to speak, or at least distracts them from from those emotions, right? And that's why you'll find a lot of people right now will be turning to different secondary things like drinking more, right? And a lot of Uh, people may be gaining weight because they're turning to food, right? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Everybody's Um, laughing right now because they've listened to this show for a long time and know I'm a foodie. So it's like, yeah, it's... It's not good, people. Adam will be getting right? some new clothes once the once the stores open back up.
1: <laughs> but that that really brings up another really valid point for me is that our emotions, for the most part, aren't going to take our lives. But right. our secondary addictions like alcohol and food and drugs absolutely can and, and will if we do enough of it. So that was just the primary reason for me um choosing this to to create and develop this movement and these, um, this curriculum is because um, secondary addictions are all derivatives of our primary addiction. So if someone is a drug addict or somebody is a food addict or has an eating disorder or compulsively chews their nails, that isn't the addiction. Their addiction, in my opinion, is always the biochemical or emotional addiction. It's the thing that we're feeling that we're trying to escape from.
0: Okay. Is, is, let me ask you this, um, with everything that's going on right now, is there a positive side of people staying home and being kind of quarantined, if you will, virus side of it aside, but the people that have addictions and whatnot, uh, is this like a good time or a, a great opportunity for them to kind of break those addictions? So when uh, everything goes back to the you know norm, if you will, uh, that they can kind of go out with a, with a new perspective on life?
1: Absolutely. This is such a gift. You know, of course, it's sad that we're losing people to this virus, um, but it's such a gift to us to really take a moment, especially if we aren't leaving our homes and we're not going to work. And those things are different. Um, If it creates space for you to be able to look at yourself and specifically doing this work, because it really provides you the opportunity to see what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, and how to overcome it. Specifically as opposed to just being aware of it. Sometimes becoming aware of how you're feeling almost makes it worse Right. Yeah, it's like oh my god. I am so angry I'm so just devastated and I hate myself and I hate my life And I mean it's a lot easier to say oh let's have a glass of wine or a bottle of wine Um, but that will actually take your life so You're already limiting your quality of life by feeling this way with your primary chemical addiction. So just covering up just makes you sicker and sicker, covering up your lies and covering up your secrets and covering up the things that are making you fearful. Uh, that all needs to be uncovered. So this is an absolutely wonderful time to do that. In fact, I just launched my first workshop, uh, which was going to be in, in person, but it moved to Zoom. Okay. And it's a 21 day intensive and it literally landed right at the beginning of all this. It couldn't have been more perfectly timed and synchronistic so people have the opportunity to actually spend time time looking at themselves and i think feeling support of a community is the most important thing in this kind of healing and that's what we're building
0: now they can go and sign up for the workshop on your website correct
1: they can they can actually log in to uh, go into that website, put their email in, and then I will have their email and be able to send them information or they can go to Facebook and and friend me or follow me uh, level headed doc or my personal page, Andrea Vitz. Um, and send me a direct message, Instagram, same thing. And I'll get them hooked up with the next one that launches this next Thursday.
0: So listen, folks, if you're listening to the show right now, that means you're already online, open up another browser and you can check out our website, levelheadeddoc.com. Uh, and also on all the, uh, social media platforms as well. 21 day workshop, uh, on zoom, um, to, what what can they expect in that workshop? Can you give us kind of a teaser?
1: Of course, I can. So, I'm a uh, very very direct person, and it is a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. I you know I don't I don't do this with kittens, right? That's what I always say. <laughs> if you want real change, you got to work hard, and it is 21 days, and it's dispersed very evenly throughout the 21 days. Um, you will meet with me live three separate times, once a week for a three hour lecture and uh, discussion, but then you're you're really, it's all up to you to connect with the community and do your homework. And it is really, really hard. In fact, I always say it takes a gritty and brave person to endure uh, the emotional sobriety training. It really, really does. Wow. There's are a special group of people that are really ready to take responsibility of their life and make real change. It's impressive.
0: I, I'm blown away right now. Like, I like parts of me wants to like go sign up. And the other part of me is I'm not going to lie. is a little scared.
1: Yeah, totally uh, normal. And that's why it, it's so important to have the community because the second you recognize that everybody is really the same, <laughs> I mean, everyone's <laughs> in the same boat, no one's talking about it. And that's why emotional sobriety is going to become the most sought after trait. It's going to become the, I always say it's going to be the sexiest thing in the world because People are going to start right. changing their their vocabulary around it. They're going to, you know, if I wanted to hook you up with my friend, you might ask me, well, how emotionally sober is she, right? As opposed to, well, what does she look
0: like? And what yeah, kind of job yeah. does she have? And how yeah. much money <laughs> does she make? Right? <laughs> and and at my age, believe me, it's the emotional side of things that are much more important than anything it's else. It's so important. So, and when yeah. you
1: really meet somebody with that kind of foundation, it's a completely different potential for oh, yeah. connection and growth. And that's what this community is going to be. Contributing, It's, wow, look how humble and vulnerable that person was posting that. Oh, I can do that too. You know, it's just getting that invitation and, and joining up with this really brave group makes a big difference. It's really, it's an army. So you
0: know? folks, make sure you check that out. That's the 21 day workshop. And you said that starts next Thursday.
1: Correct. Okay. Yeah. And My second one will be. Yeah. Okay.
0: And for those of you that are listening to this show, after uh, that particular date, let me just pull up my calendar here. I believe that would be uh, the workshop starts on April 2nd. Um, yes. So it, that's actually uh, by the time you guys hear this, this will be this Thursday coming out. Uh, or if you've listened to it after the 2nd, now you know where to go to levelheadeddoc.com uh, uh, to get involved and, and get signed up there. Um, Andrew, you got a book coming out as well, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct?
1: I do. I'm so excited about it.
0: Well, let's A talk. A lot about of it. years. Yeah. What, so tell what. What's the name of the book? What's the book about?
1: So it's called the You You've Never Met. Ooh, okay. And it is essentially um, becoming emotionally sober. The how to how to overcome, you know, the chaos in your life and the negative biochemical emotional addiction that you've had since childhood and been totally unaware of. Um, and it's really a supportive manual in that it's very transformative. It took me many years to write it It takes a lot of thousands and thousands of hours of experience to develop and to download, so to speak from the field around me. Um, I'm so, so humbled that I was chosen to be the medium for that, but, um, I was a little hesitant at first and reluctant because I was such a busy person when this all started to kind of come through me. but I recognized pretty early on that I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I say about callings, right? They're non-negotiable.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So now when it, when does when does that come out? When can people expect to see that uh out and available for purchase or are you doing pre-orders right now?
1: We aren't doing pre-orders right now because okay. that book's going to be out in April.
0: Perfect. All right. Yep. So we got to make sure Go ahead.
1: I'll be loud about it.
0: The, <laughs> awesome, and we're gonna make sure that we have all this information up on our social media uh, platforms, as well as uh, Heroes Media Group uh, platforms as well. It is the the you you never met. Is that did I say that right? The you
1: you've never met. Yep.
0: That is such a great title.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, it's exactly what it is. So it was the only title. It re- you know? no, I mean
0: it, <laughs> it, it really is. I, I'm I'm really digging what you're doing. Uh, the emotional sobriety stuff is awesome. I, I just level-headed Doc. That's that's just a great name in itself. Um, as well, we're getting ready to come up on time here uh, pretty pretty soon. What else do you want to tell the people, uh, our listeners, uh, about what you're doing?
1: Gosh, what I'm doing is I'm asking everyone to take the hand of someone they know. And say, hey, let's do this together. You know, let's really change our lives. Let's change ourselves. And let's promote stability and clarity and level headedness for everyone around us and our children and our family members and just be this example of what humans can actually be. Um, we're really, we're just full of love and potential and all this greatness. And I think we forget that. And I'm, I'm really here to remind people, you are so powerful and you are so amazing and so worthy. And I think it's time to start really tapping into that and doing some real work on ourselves. You know, we'll spend an hour in the gym. We'll spend, you know, money on, you know, so many things to quote, improve ourselves. Right. But where you're scared to look is where you need to start.
0: That's, that's powerful right there level doc.com folks. Check it out. Andrew, I got one more question for you. Yes. You're on a show called the decision hour. Uh, and we all make decisions every single day, right? Yeah. Uh, name a time in your life where your feet were on the line and you had to make that decision. Oh, what was, a- yeah. What was it? And what was the atmosphere like when you were going through it?
1: Oh, Okay, so my decision was seven years ago, seven or eight years ago.
0: Okay,
1: um, I was very emotionally unsober. I was hysterical. I was a compulsive liar. I was um, a a you know attention seeking addict, if you will. Um, yes, yeah, sometimes I used alcohol to numb my feelings, but I was never an alcoholic. Thank goodness, it never got me like that. Um, And I never, you know, used hard drugs or anything, but I can absolutely understand how some people can get there. But yes, I was I was the epitome, in my opinion, of an emotionally unsober person. And I had met my current husband, who I respect so immensely. And just his mirroring back to me what I was actually doing and who I was actually being was at first quite taken quite defensively on my part, which is to be expected from an emotionally unsober person, Um, I had no self-responsibility in my body, even though I was incredibly successful. I was a doctor at 23, I was a mom at 25, I had great friendships, I thought, and um, really thought I was contributing uh, to the world in a really powerful way, but that's not enough. I was not, I had no control over my behaviors. I had no control over my emotions and the way I treated other people. Um, and it, it was hard to look at and hard to hear. But one day he said to me, he said, you know, I just want you to be real. I just want, I want the real you. And I, I honestly, I didn't know what that meant. And that's when I started really looking because I had been introduced to the concept of like the 12 steps for okay. behavioral addiction before. Okay. Um, and I considered doing them then. But now I'm like, you know, maybe I'll look again. These are are questions about looking at yourself. Right. And so this, the 12 step process actually really nudged me in the direction of, of sobriety. It made me look at myself in an honest way because I would read the questions and not be honest about the answers. And the moment I realized I was lying to myself, oh my gosh, I realized I was in trouble. And I tell this to my my students all the time. If you can lie to other people, you're going to have unhealthy relationships. But if you can lie to yourself, you're in big trouble, right? If, if that that truth is right behind your eyes and you just keep ignoring it, you're in big trouble. So what he did for me was he inspired me to be courageous and look. And that's when I realized I have to make a decision. You know, it wasn't about losing him as a partner. It, it was a part about... I was not living my life. I wasn't alive yet. So I really dove in and started doing the work and, and made huge decisions. Had to leave certain groups of people in my life, not because they were unworthy, but because I couldn't trust myself in those relationships anymore until I got better. And I didn't know who to trust in my life. So I had to separate and make decisions based on a more level ground. And it took me a few years to get to a place where I felt like I'm really self-reliant. And it's not about trusting other people. It's about trusting yourself, right? Yeah. It's about, yeah. you know, people say that all the time, like, well, you really, you know, picked a partner that you could really trust. And it's like, well, it's not about trusting him. You yeah. I mean there's a component of trusting someone in your life, but right. I trust me. I trust how I would respond to any circumstance that might come up. And so my decision hour was probably that day that I committed to becoming the me I'd never met, really.
0: That's deep. That is so deep and so profound. And I, I, I thank you so much for sharing that because uh, and I like the fact that you, you looked within yourself. I don't think out of the 200 plus episodes that I've done over the last several years, or I've had somebody come in and and, and say that the first thing that they did was look within Well, you know what? If you have problems,
1: yeah. If you have problems in your life, there's one common denominator.
0: (laughs) That's so true.
1: So true, and (laughs) we, and when we take responsibility for the problems in our life, we get to change it. It's like when you take responsibility; it sounds like you're taking the blame, right? But no, you're taking responsibility for your part in the problem, how you're responding to the problem. And how you're looking at the problem. And when you do that, you have all this power. It's like all of a sudden someone gave you the keys to all the solutions.
0: You know, I got I to gotta throw this in there because you're making a good point right there. <clears throat> I think when you take responsibility for something uh, that, that you're definitely a part of, I think once it all works itself out, you, it it's not as bad as if you sat there and kept lying to yourself about it and try yeah. to play through it that way. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, yeah, because you can spend the next seven years of your life having the same argument in your head with someone who's not there it's just a it's a huge waste of energy when you funnel that energy into solution and you're just in a completely different position and honestly there's only ever one problem in my opinion and that to me is just not being emotionally sober and not having the confidence and the self-reliance and knowing how whole you already are and that you're not breakable even if you feel broken, it's not a possibility. So you're under this illusion, right? All the time about you should feel angry. You should feel sad. You should feel afraid. When in which case like none of those things should really apply. I can't tell you the last time I was angry. Like I, I really, right? I just don't feel yeah. angry because I, I constantly can see everything through this huge lens of understanding. And when you climb out of this deep pit of insobriety and all the lies that you've been told and all the lies that you've been telling, you you see this light and everything is so clear. And I can't explain it to the level of what it would be like for you to experience it on your own, but I can encourage you to do it and know that you have a place to land amongst our community.
0: Folks, those of you that are listening to this, maybe there's probably a lot of you that are listening to this that need to get sober. And emotional sobriety is a great place to start right here, right now. You're listening to this. You're already online. Open up another browser, go to levelheadeddoc.com, fill out the information, let Andrea get a hold of you and make contact and take a step in the right direction. Andrea, I appreciate your time today. Uh, for coming on here and, and talking with uh, myself and the listeners.
1: No, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Folks, that's all the time that we have today. Levelheaded Doc, check her out. Social media, also levelheadeddoc.com. Before we let you go, huge shout out to our... Uh, Parent Network Heroes Media Group, go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Check out all the new shows, articles that are going up there. If you are thinking about coming part of the HMG family, shoot us an email. Again, go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.